1: Fox Sports, Kevin Kugler on the phone with us. From the NFL on Fox, the Big Ten Network, Westwood One, you hear him all over the place. Hi, Kevin. Morning, Kevin.
2: Good morning,
0: gentlemen. Did you have the, uh, the the day off completely yesterday from any basketball or everything? I did. Okay.
2: Yeah, I had, I had the hoops game uh, Saturday night for Big Ten in Lincoln, and then I watched uh watched football all day yesterday was great
0: can you watch football or any sport because i know you do you do you, you love them all can you watch any sport as a with any fandom anymore or are you just totally
1: or without uh, a spotter can you yeah. watch football without? <laughs> a spotter? Can,
0: you, can you watch a game as a fan like you used to in route against teams or four teams or are you just so just over that now is what you do
2: no you know i i think you've got to be a fan of sport to do this i mean i'm not right. like go team i think you just have to be I like, think you have to enjoy the sport if you don't enjoy this stuff right. you don't appreciate what these people can do i mean you probably shouldn't be doing it so i no, no, no i enjoy I, I, it i can i, I get that part I, I don't you, have you, a team i don't okay. i don't have a team like like if i like when i grew up i was a miami dolphins fan as a, as yeah. a kid you mentioned but that, yeah, if yeah. the Dolphins ever made it to the Super Bowl and I'm sitting at home watching, I wouldn't be decked out head-to-toe in Dolphins gear. That, that kind of has gone away.
0: Well, yeah, well, you, you're a Lincoln guy. You went to Lincoln. You went to University of Nebraska yep. in Lincoln, obviously. And obviously, when you were in college, you're a fan of the, of the Husker sports. But you do a lot of Husker sports now, so you have to take that fandom out, especially since you're a, a you're not a, bi- a biased broadcaster and you're not their home.
1: But that's been easy to guy. do the past twenty years. Can you do you do you, do you still feel do you still
0: feel like you root for them once in a while, even when you're doing a game, or you
1: can't do that?
0: No, I
2: really don't. You know, I yeah. I I met Saturday with a couple of kids who were asking all about the world of broadcasting, and I said right. you should never do it and go into yeah. insurance right away. It'll save yeah, you a lot of stress.
0: I tell people that. <laughs> yeah, and and,
2: and, and they uh, but they're like, how do you not rude? I said it's it's really easy. I mean, your your loyalty is to your paycheck. It's not to the team. Nebraska's not giving me any money. Michigan's not giving me any money. So right. I'm I'm all about what do I what do I need to do for my employer, and what I need to do is is the job they ask me to do, which is is a down-the-middle
0: broadcast. I you probably saw the story, Kevin. I do exactly the, the total details, but I was, I'm was i a Celtic fan. A couple Celtic broadcasters. One guy started yelling at the guy during the game. Have you heard about this? Uh, I have. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah, good. I'm glad you did, because I'm sure you have, because you're in the business. But, uh, one of the guys thinks he's calling him out, and it's a really awkward. It's on the air, and he, he calls him out, and they're partners, now, when when you're since you're play-by-play and when you're color commentator guy, either a basketball or baseball or obviously football, says something stupid or off, do you do you call him out or just wait for the commercial break and say, "Hey, probably that was probably inappropriate."
2: I I, I try to make it light if I can, and and Got you it. know, like the best example is Mark, Mark Sanchez, and I do eighteen weeks a year together. So right. I mean, when you're with somebody for a third of the season for a third of your calendar year, you get to know him and you, and, and Mark is occasionally prone to, uh, to be quirky with, a, with a joke or two. He's, right. he's on dad joke territory, but he's still a little bit young to be dad joke guy, So he kind of right. veers into that direction. And so every once in a while, you'll just, I'll, I, I don't ever call him out like, oh, that was the worst thing you've ever said, and uh, you're a terrible human being. But I'll joke with him about it. You know, it's, it's sort of the way I avoided getting beat up in junior high. You just try to turn it to humor and hope everybody laughs at you. And that's kind of how I try to do it with him. I just turn it to humor and say, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And and then he'll look at me and he'll he'll just roll his eyes and he'll go shut up Kevin and then we'll move on. He's he's a great sport about it, but yeah, every once in a while you have to, especially when you're like those Celtics guys, especially when you're around somebody all the time. I know you you hear those things that somebody else might not hear.
0: Yeah. Well, we should know that. Oh, we, yeah. We, we're we,
1: familiar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> about me, me and Todd do this every day for three decades now. Of course, we've had times where we want, we're
1: pissing each other. We're just, we just trying to move on. Shut up, dumbass. We yeah. move on. Uh, so next season, Tom Brady moves into the broadcast booth. And I'm always curious about how this goes. Did he have to go through an audition process? Did they do some kind of simulation with he and Burkhart to make sure there's some chemistry, you know, to make sure that Brady knows how to analyze a game? What goes through? What happens there?
2: They have have been simulating games probably on and off for the better portion of a year. Um, As I understand it, Tom has a studio in his home. He does a podcast every week. And from this studio, he also is practicing games and watching games. And he's been, he's done his due diligence. He's taken this year and he has investigated basically every side of the broadcast world. He's been in studios. He's been in trucks. He's been in booths. He's had people that he trusts in booths. I mean, he's been all over the place, really trying to break down how to be great at this. And And I really think, There's been so many people talking about, oh, he's not going to do it or he's not going to be good if he does it. I think now he's kind of taking it personally. All those great ones always take this, you know, you tell me I can't do something. Well, screw you. I'm going to show you I can do it. And I think that's kind of the approach that he's had. I think his personality is going to be better than what we saw as a player. I mean, I'm really anxious to see it. I'm not, I have no dog in this fight. It doesn't impact my crew one way or the other, but I'm really interested to see what it is because if he gets in the booth and is good, I mean, you've got the greatest quarterback of all time. As a an analyst, it really could be fascinating.
0: Uh, you're right about that, too. They're not going to put invest all that money without him not working. I think a lot of people, people, that lay people, are thinking he's walking in there and has never done it. I said, no, he's done it for a year, you said, probably. We're just not hearing you it. You just haven't right? seen it. Right, we right. haven't
2: seen it. We haven't heard it. But there's right. things
0: happening. And I promise you, over
2: the summer, he and Kevin Burkhardt are not just going to be strangers. I, I am certain that over the next several months, Kevin Burkhardt and Tom Brady will be spending a lot of time together. <laughs> did you the have San- to
1: audition, or did they just look at your body of work and say, hey, he, you're the guy?
2: I think they I think they looked at the body of work and said, You're the guy.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. Now Sanchez does Sanchez appreciate any butt fumble jokes all after all these years?
2: Um he's got he's gotten better about it. I, okay. I know
0: at the beginning
2: that was not something you wanted to broach with him, but he's gotten a lot better about it. And he's gotten to the point where he can be a little bit, uh, a little bit more self deprecating about it, which is good. Uh it's it's not something I bring up on the regular because I don't want to poke the bear. There's no reason for that. <laughs> yeah, but um right, right, right,
0: right, yeah.
2: yeah, but but there was there was a situation I think this past year where a punter had a similar situation. Like he punted it off the butt of one of his linemen. and I can't oh, remember. It was I, saw, this yeah, I remember or that last play. Season. I remember the it play It was the Dolphins. They were yeah. they were backed up against yeah. the end yeah. zone and he, he punted that thing right into his blocker's ass. <laughs> and and he and sanchez quote tweeted the highlight of it and said something along the lines of hey you're stealing my bit or something like that which was really funny and and i was i was very proud of him for doing that because i do know especially early that's you know you're the last quarterback to lead the Jets to the AFC Championship and you did right. it twice and that's unfortunately yeah. fortunately the only thing anybody remembers about Mark with the Jets is that one moment in time and that, and when that's a the part. body he, he, of work yeah. was pretty it was, was pretty was good. good at the Jets he yeah he was a, he was <laughs> yeah. a really good
0: quarterback and I I just when I'm people that don't know that still bring it up I said no that's not what he did he was a great quarterback for the Jets man he well, really it was. makes
2: it makes a little more like Orlovsky seems to have a, a, a sense of humor about the running. And out the back of the end zone thing, but that really is his only highlight in the league.
0: Yeah, right. Correct,
2: correct. You had you had Mark beat Brady and Manning in the playoffs. I mean, that's not something that a lot of people can put on their resume. And and oh, by the way, I've not noticed the Jets in the AFC Championship since Mark was the quarterback. So maybe that'll be coming up if Aaron Rodgers returns this year. But until that time, he's still the last guy to do it.
1: Have you heard? You can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free
0: Kevin Kugler with us. Kevin, somebody tweeted us out that uh, wanted us to ask you. Uh, you must have told us somewhere else before, but uh, some of the funniest, the, f- the weirdest things you ever found in the hotel room on your travels. Is there a story behind that? <laughs> somebody says you'll there love is. the show. Yeah, you,
2: I found you, a uh, – I, I... I never know what I can say on radio, so this is probably something. On I'm our show, on come radio on. Come yeah, on. Your, you know the, our show. Yeah, I know. I do. I do know what I can say on this show. Um, <laughs> you no, know, I, I, I I, was in the I, – I've had two really weird things. One of them was a dildo, like a giant dildo <laughs> under the mattress of the bed that I was about to sleep in. I, I start to lay down, and I feel this thing. You know, like that weird story, the princess and the pea, where they yeah. put the pea under the mattress, yeah. and the princess is like, gosh, I really can't sleep. Well, I couldn't sleep because there's a giant dildo under the mattress of the hotel room I'm in, and so I, I like got a towel and I pulled it out and I, you know, know, I'm not touching that thing. And then I checked out the next morning and I said to the lady something. She was like, "How was your stay?" I said, "It was fine, except for the dildo under the mattress." And she goes, "Oh my (laughs) gosh!" And that was yeah. And then one Valentine's Day, I was in a hotel and the couple next door. Uh, fought the entire Valentine's Day, oh, and you could man. hear it plain as day. It may not have been in the Ritz-Carlton that night, because right, the walls yeah. were paper thin, and so I tweeted out the entire argument for the entire oh, night. You it was did. a very fine... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, tweet, I, I tweeted out the entire argument, because I had this Valentine's Day, I'm sitting at a like, Hilton Garden Inn by myself somewhere. I'm like, I'm going to tweet this out. So I, I, I found a, an argument, but mainly I found a giant dildo. The best part night, about so the argument
0: was, it'd be funny if that guy happened to be a sports fan, which followed you on Twitter. I think Kevin was Kugler- <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is right next to us, tweeting out this stuff. I've, I've
2: had people stint then tweet at me and say, "How come you don't ever tweet out any more arguments?" Well, I'm not hearing any. If I had one to tweet out, I'd happily do it. But there's not any I'm tweeting out right
0: now. I'm, sh- I'm sure you said the word dildo in a podcast at our show, but have you, what'd you use when you were on another radio show and couldn't say the word dildo? What'd you what'd you say there?
1: Sex toy?
2: Um, I, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was something about a uh, an adult entertainment toy. There I believe was I... the euphemism I... that I used. <laughs> Mar- Marital aid could be a lot of things. Like, could you not sleep on a Viagra? I mean, what are you doing here, kid? No, it was a, it was, it was a, and it was, you know, it wasn't like your smaller one. It wasn't like, you know, it was, it was a, it was a very,
0: it had, it had some girth to it. What color was it? <laughs>
2: oh gosh, I don't even remember. Let me look in my closet here and see if I can find it. Oh, I mean, uh...
1: <laughs> I gotta go back on Twitter now. Do you do you remember what the couple was arguing about? And was there a oh, resolution? I don't. It was
2: years. It was years ago. Somebody too. Left, I, I, left their No, there was dog. no
0: resolution. Yeah. yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah, they're like, I left it under the bed in the hotel room. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> How many games you got a week in in basketball, like on in, in any, in any given week, man?
2: Uh, February is a bad example. I've got three this week. I've got five next week, and I've got four the following week. Man, all
0: right. Did you get a yeah. break? I, I know you do some baseball when it comes to the World Series, things like that, but uh, you basically do get a little bit of break after basketball ends, right?
2: April, Once April is over, once the Final Four is over, um, I should have a little bit of a break. I think I'm going to be doing a little bit of the UFL, which is the new merged Oh, you are? League, oh, okay. Um, That's Fox. Fox. Yep. Yeah. I think okay. I'll do a little bit of that, and I've got some Major League Baseball uh, coming up in April, starting in April uh, for Fox. But other than that... I mean, other than that, it, I, I will have less of a. I mean, that's basically a game a week for Major League Baseball through right. the summer. Um, right. And then, which is compared to four games a week, a lot less travel and a lot easier to do. And then the UFL is a short season and it starts. Yeah, March thirtieth. But I'm not doing that game because we're in the NCAA tournament at that point. Which so, one's your favorite? It'll be
0: kid. Uh, what, which one's your, which one's your favorite kid? If you were pressed, which one's your favorite kid? What would you what would be if you could only do one sport the rest of your life? What would it, what would it be?
2: Well, I mean, it, it's hard to say. You wouldn't do the NFL, right? I mean, it's the right. biggest sport in America, and right. and there are so few. Of those slots, you know, right. to do a game every single week for. TV but I mean the is, actual,
0: bro- I mean the actual broadcasting. Basketball is constant. I get it when I listen to you, it's constant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean ba- from a from a ba- fun standpoint, basketball
2: yes. just goes, 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 and then two hours later it's done. So uh, I mean from that standpoint, it's yeah. it's it's just constant action. But football is just so much. There's so many things to do. It's the biggest challenge as a broadcaster because there's just so much going on from yeah. a TV standpoint. You've got graphics, you've got to get your partner in, you've got all the action on the field. You want to hit the call. I mean, you know, there's people watching, so you know, there's people that you know you, you you want to be good at it. Not that not you don't not that you want to be bad at one where there's fewer people watching. But it's just it's there's just a lot more at stake, I guess you could say, as an NFL and broadcaster. fan base, and so fan. Kind
0: of and fan bases think you're a homer all the time, too. All oh,
2: I mean, and, and and they're not shy about letting you know, which I really appreciate because I wouldn't know otherwise. So I appreciate them reaching out to me to tell me how much I stock on a regular basis.
1: Of, is a second nature for you, Kevin, to, to, to go from radio mode to TV mode? Because it's a little different, uh, it, different approach. It
2: takes it takes about a, it takes about a quarter, honestly, to yeah. get into from to so switch from TV to radio. Because you you just have to talk so much more. You have to do much more description. You know, I can't say adult sex toy. I have to say dildo on the radio because that really spells it out more for right. people. So you have to be a little more descriptive, more efficient. Yeah, yeah, more efficient. Yeah. Works a lot better that way. I've got more words to say so I don't have to use adult sex so I can just go dildo. And everybody knows exactly what we're saying.
0: You laid in the bed, you felt a lump in the mattress. That's how big that dildo was. Jesus. Jesus. It was. It was just.
2: Again, it was not a, the Ritz Carlton, so I don't. You know, it was the bed was not the greatest. It was a. You know, I have no idea what. I can't even remember what it was. Like a Hampton Inn or something. You lay down and there's. You're like, well, that feels weird. It's like, oh, that's why. Here's the dildo. Yeah, Love that was story. Cool.
1: I'm thinking the Ritz Carlton yeah. is not free of giant dildos. either. <laughs> yeah, but
2: the yeah. mattress. I, might have covered I, it up I've not there. run. I've not run into one of them yet. So I'm going to just assume <laughs> until I do that they are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kevin, thanks again for uh, taking time out of your day. I really appreciate it, man. And uh, let's do it Oh, no, soon. it's
2: always
1: good to be out with you guys. All right, All right take well, care. Let's do it again soon. Thanks Kevin for your Cougar time, bud. Sounds good. All right, I know. See you guys.
0: Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at, and olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. Mm. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate,